Ah, welcome, welcome back, man. Welcome back, welcome back. I promise. I said I was gonna stop saying, man. I think I've been doing good the last couple of episodes. So hope everybody's been good. As you see, I took a week off from uploading the episode, which is where I'm kind of going with the show. I'm probably gonna start uploading every other week. You know, everybody got podcasts. Everybody's talking. Everybody's saying inspirational things. And man, I, I'm telling you, man, like social media, like. <laughs> The rising of social media has made so many people who I truly know personally are idiots. They're not knowledgeable. They're not wise. All of a sudden, everybody's like a philosopher. Everybody's a psychiatrist. Everybody's a therapist. Everybody's got the infinite wisdom of the universe. And I'm like, I personally know you're not that smart. I personally know you don't read books. You haven't researched. But, you know, the more simpler message givers are more good for the community because, you know, what they say about black people, if you want to have some from you put it in the book. So I understand why our community really value rappers, value entertainers. You know, they don't really you don't really see our community value the most scientific mathematical minds to solve problems in our community. Right. But that's OK. There's a messenger for everybody. Right. This is the place where we bring a sexy back to the everyday hardworking men and women who impact your life within close proximity, rising above this madness, which is black culture. And, you know, just within the, within the last couple of weeks, man, I promise you, man, it just the revelations I've been getting about people, things, situations going on in my life. But at the same time, you know, some doors have opened up. Great opportunities have opened up. You know, things are definitely coming along. I'm excited about I'm excited about some good news that's going to probably hit by the summertime, but I'm not going to put that out there yet. I'm just going to drop it on you. and You're going to be like, wow, buddy been working. And I have. Really more so on myself. But let's talk about this particular episode. And are you in bondage and don't know it? I speak a lot about fatherhood. That's the most important thing to me. And I tell men all the time, the most important thing you're going to be in life is a father. Right. More so than a husband, more so than a coach. If you decide to be one more so more so than a teacher, which you will impact the future minds of America. Just whatever you plan to get involved with, the most important person and being you're going to be is a father my word ain't the end all be all so my suggestions are it's an acquired taste however i also like to be transparent i'm not perfect L ladies and gentlemen look people come up to me all the time like family members and friends be like boy you know you ain't living what you talking about man you know you don't listen i've said a thousand times i'm not a perfect man but i am who i say i am right when i talk about health kicks and things like that i don't always eat healthy sometimes i do sometimes i don't like, I'm not going to come out here and front this perfect image to you people or whoever. Like, I'm a regular individual dude with regular feelings and I make real regular mistakes. And sometimes I go against what I'm standing on, but it's discipline and I'm getting there over time. So y'all stop with the cap because I promise you, man, none of y'all ever go to one of these whack ass rappers. Be like, you know, you really can't rap. You know, you really don't. You know what I'm saying? But it's like people who are actually trying to put out a real message. People always want to find the contradiction. They want to find the weakness. Listen, you're finding none here. Right. So like for real don't you be confrontational but you're dealing with the right one so this is dealing with one of my children right now if you are a parent if you are a mother and a father who has more than maybe two or three children you know parenting gets a little sticky you know your children are all differently you have to deal with them accordingly they all have different personalities they all have different gifts and talents right so when recently i made the mistake now, this I'm saying I made the mistake of speaking upon something my daughter's involved in. And I was 
dead ass wrong and she told she told me about it and i apologize it was my honest opinion and she's involved in something where you know our kids kind of you know they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree my daughter's now in her life is involved in a certain um she's in the industry music industry she does music and i told her that the people that she's on tour with and she's performing with were corny which in my opinion being a former entertainer myself having been on tour having rocked thousands of mics thousands of shows thousands of people i know what a good entertainer looks like you understand i was a good i was a great entertainer you understand what i'm saying but she took it a certain type of way now at first i was like what's your issue what's your problem but this is where we have to learn to watch it and not be too firm with our children because you got to remember even though we think we're the best mother and fathers there's always something that if we ask our children to go back to their childhood and ask them what do we do wrong as a parent they might have a list so she felt some type of way and she sent me a message saying hey look dad you know you're negative i don't want to do with you and we can't have this we need to back off and i said fine i'm not gonna argue with you because i love you enough to respect your decision right my love for my daughter will never waver it will never falter so I left it alone. You know, it's the same thing with another family member that I've been dealing with since the death of my younger cousin. And when I went home, I reached out to her say, hey, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. And I never got a response. But my love will not ever waver and my value will not ever be diminished. Right. Because this is what you have to understand when you say that you love people, and you value people. It's not based on how people react to you. It's all based on how you carry yourself and how you react to them. You must be not the bigger person, but be right and exact and correct in everything that you say you are and you do. So recently, you know, I always send a text out to my children. I let them know how much I love them, how much I respect them, how much I'm proud of them, regardless of their setbacks and mistakes, you know. And sometimes, you know, in our eyes, what may be a mistake to us may not be a mistake to them. But we're still at that same square. And, you know, up until that time, I did also see my daughter when I went back home for the unfortunate event. And, you know, things was cool, but they're not they they're not quite like where they are. So in our last exchange, I reached out to her and said, hey, look, you know, your sister's missing you. The baby girl's missing you. She FaceTimed you. That wasn't me. I didn't expect her to answer my FaceTime. She sent me back a message saying, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'll always talk to my sister, but when it comes to you, blase, 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 blase. I didn't feel no certain type of way. I really didn't. I told my daughter that I love you regardless, and I understand what you're going through. I've been in the world 51 years. You've been in the world 23 years. We've seen this before. My parents seen it with me. And in the former generations, your parents seen with you with the elders, right? So we continued the dialogue. But in this dialogue, I had to run some things down to my daughter to let her know and understand the mistakes she made and where her shit is thinking. Understand the people who have looked out for you and supported you, and you re- you've given us you've given us nothing on a return as far as our investment in you. But nobody turned their back on you. Nobody stopped loving you. And as I, as your father. Yes, as a parent, we sometimes the children, the decisions that our children make, it pains us. But we don't stop loving our children. We don't turn our back on our children. We don't block our children from calling us. You understand? They are children. But I had to let my daughter know this one thing. And it don't just stop with her. Listen to me. And I told her this. As much as I love you and as much as I value you and I would give my life for you. And I know you wouldn't piss on me if I was on fire. But understand this one thing. I have no fear of losing you. And I meant that. If my daughter never wants to pick up the phone and call me again, I'm not losing no sleep over it because I'm going to love her regardless. Me and my daughter don't have to talk for another 20 and 30 years. And if she pick up that phone and need me in an emergency, I will be there. Now, y'all could be brand new if you want to, but I live a real life and I have real situations dealing with real children. 
And if you talk to a lot of black men, especially, we do so much for our children and our children give us nothing to return as far as value. They give us nothing back in turn as far as love. Our little girls that we love so much, our little sons, we love so much. When they get of a certain age, you will become invaluable to them. But I'm here to tell you, don't take it a certain type of way. It's a phase. The generations are different. Right. These kids are different. Accept that. But one thing that these kids will never neglect and they got to come back to was that love that you gave them, that you was firm when they were children, when they were babies. Right. And so here's the thing that I'm trying to let people know in general. Being bondage to a title ain't the way to live. And it don't stop with a child. You know, with my ex of 14 years, man, that's, that's my homegirl. Ride or die. I remember when we first started dating, man, because she, she's the middle child. And she was the softy and she was always sad and sensitive and gullible. And I told her one thing. I said, fuck your family. Leave them alone. They do you wrong and you run back. You run right back to them every time because you say, that's my sister. That's my brother. Yeah, by title, by blood, but not by mind. Family is a mental aspect. Relatives are by blood and blood has no accountability to act in a designed manner or any type of way. Right. There is not one person who's going to be in my life that don't have a requirement. You can't be in my life and say that you love me and value me. You got requirements behind that. You can't just sit and exist dormant. There's certain people that I value so much. And I got family members I talk to on a regular and often. I got family members I hardly ever talk to. But the love does not diminish. But I ain't bonded by no title. You can't hold that. You my cousin. or that, You know what I'm saying? I have a great relationship with my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Thankful to the most high. But, you know, you my brother. You my sister. No, 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 no. You can't play me like that. You can't come in and out of my life when you so choose to. You can't treat me any way that you so choose to. You have a requirement. And guess what? I love you to the day I transition. But I don't have a fear of losing you. Remember that. And some of us. Who are parents some of you all have lost a child by death that's not what i'm talking about but even in the moment i don't have a fear of losing a child if god almighty so called to see them to come home it is what it is i ain't saying i wouldn't hurt but that ain't the type of loss that i'm talking about so that we're clear and give you clarity because I've seen so many people stress out have strokes heart attacks high blood pressure over a damn child I will never. And if I really want to dig deep, I can almost about tell you who put my grandfather in the grave. The people that drove him there, that stressed him out. I don't really never speak about it, but I look at these things and I look at how other family members are stressed by people. I look how parents are stressed by their children. And I ain't just talking family. I'm talking about friends, my brothers that I hoop with, guys that I play softball with, guys I work with. It ain't going to happen to me. And I love my children and they well taken care of something happened to me, but I don't have a fear of losing not a one of them. Now I'm being transparent with you. Both of my daughters, me and my daughters have both the older two have got on a spell where we didn't talk to one another. I couldn't understand what it was. What did I do to deserve this type of treatment for my daughter? And again, sometimes the symptoms we don't see them right in front of us as parents. So I'm not going to put it all, all on the children. Sometimes as parents, we have to ask our children, like, what's going on? Talk to me. Right. But that wasn't reality at the time. And I told him, I said, listen, and I'm a very consistent individual. I'm very methodical and I'm very careful with the words that I use in my approach. And I told him, I don't know what I did to you, but I love you. But if we ain't talking to one another, that's fine. But I said, we're going to come back together either one or two ways by death or you're going to be with child. And I'll be damned. 
if it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So me, me, me and my daughter, my oldest, we didn't talk for a while. She called me. I was happy to hear from her. Hey, I wasn't, huh? I was happy to hear from my daughter. I miss her, right? She said, Daddy, you're going to be a granddaddy. <laughs> I remember the day. My other daughter, the same one, her sister, the one right younger than her. Daddy, you about to be a grandfather. And our relationship came back together. And then sometimes it falls apart. That's just the cycle of life. And I always taught my children. I said, listen, this seven of y'all, right? Seven of y'all all the way down to the babies, to the youth, to the youngest girl and the youngest boy, Justin and Peaches, right? Y'all going to have to have a relationship with one another in this world. If you do, if you don't do anything else and understand this, our relationship may not ever be what it's supposed to be. Right. But your relationship with your siblings has to be everything. Because when me and your mother leave this world, you have to lean and depend on your siblings to help you out and see you through when times get rough. Because in the world that we're living in, the world is dark. The world is going to a, a not so good place. But the world... Let me not give like this, this uh, apocalyptic for, forecast time. You know, man is advancing by technology, not necessarily in his human contact and culture. But man is advanced. The society is advanced. Hell, 20, 30, 40 years from now, when we're long gone, cars probably won't exist. Everything will probably be in spaceships like the Jetsons and, you know, space colonies. Like we've seen as kids, a cartoon that we just thought it was a cartoon, but it's actually predictive programming. These things were coming. But let me not get off the subject. So I need you all to understand. I always said this because if you can overcome the desire of wanting to be acknowledged, you become a powerful person. And I'm telling you, if you can overcome the fear of losing a loved one, whether it be a child or a family member, you become a powerful person. The most important person is you. Get your life together. Tighten up for yourself. Enjoy life for yourself. You can't live life for other people. And that's something we hear it all the time. But people, it's, it's really a real serious practice to master. And we love our children. Some of us are dealing with children on drugs. Some of us are dealing with children that's in the judicial system and in and, 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 and penitentiaries and correctional facilities. Some of us are dealing with children that's dealing with depression. You know, some of some of us are dealing with children with suicidal tendencies, career issues, marital issues, you know parenting issues as we are grandparents now i'm in my second phase of life and i'm thankful for it and i'm telling you if you have young children and anybody who has children that's not quite grown yet you need to strap and brace yourself up because they're going to give you your ass to kiss and i'm telling you right now let them do it and you going on about your business you just be there and be ready to be prepared to love on them when they come back because they coming back because regardless of how much they think they know more than you and regardless of how much they act like they've been in this world longer than you they going to learn real quick. Damn. That's what mama was trying to tell me. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. That's what dad was trying to tell me. And it turned out to be right. The wisdom from the elders don't never change. Right? That's a smooth cut. <laughs> Shout out to Mo Banger, man. You know, out there in AZ, man. Shout out to, well, I don't want to, you know. I don't want to ruffle no feathers, man. But hey, man, I'm feeling good. Boy, your boy feeling good. I'm trying to get that, man. You know this, this. I got all my search was one X, man. I think I'm about to go back up to two X, man. Your boy getting wide on you. You know what I'm saying? This show used to kind of droop on me a little bit. It's a little tight. As y'all see today, I went without the headgear, went without the glasses. I just had to, you know what I'm saying? Just give a little fresh air to to my bald head. You know, like Onyx. 
it's time to get live, live, live. No, I'm just joking. I'm feeling good in this piece, show, But I'm feeling good about life, man. And listen, let me say this. I ain't mad about anybody that's done me wrong. I ain't mad about anybody that's walked away in my darkest moments and hours because you was opposed to. That was your that was your reason. They say everybody meet people for a reason. And I ain't even mad at anybody, right? But the one thing about me, Dirty Red, ain't a, I ain't I ain't have no fear of losing nobody. The only thing I have a fear of is losing my sanity. <laughs> That's the only thing I have a fear of losing my sanity, man, and leaving this world before I accomplish everything that I'm supposed to accomplish. Like they say, go to the grave empty of all the gifts and talents and stuff like that. I understand that concept, but man, I'm bringing it back to the one. For people that want to love on me, and I'm going to love them all right back, hey, let's keep it on the one. Let's stay consistent. We got older, life deal with us. We got had families. Some of us are married, careers, but you got to bring it back to the one. Because remember, no matter where you go in life, the people that was there for you first was your family. And I understand that a lot of times a lot of family members are toxic. Mom and dad was toxic growing up. Nobody told you you had to kiss no ass, but don't ever forget where you come from because they were your first supporters right they were your first defenders <laughs> remember we used to all spend the night over each other houses cousins and we didn't know who you know what i'm saying everybody just farting and pooping all that one <laughs> i remember that stuff man so i just cherish it sometimes you got to reflect back on your childhood and cherish it right so i want to give a shout out special shout out and congratulations to tiffany and ron on their engagement i'm happy for you both i really am I absolutely cannot wait to see Autumn in her, and I know she wants to probably be the ring girl. I cannot wait to see her in her little outfit looking all pretty and cute and stuff like that. You know, congratulations to y'all, man. That's what life is all about. And also, man, I want to give a shout out to Brother Teton. Man, uh, the conversation we had last night was powerful. It was awesome, man. And met this brother on Fanbase, and I keep telling people about Fanbase. It's a black-owned social media-owned platform where we could talk about our issues. We could say certain things. Won't have to get banned. Won't go to jail. Won't have your account suspended, right? So it's like it's like the birth child of Clubhouse and Instagram all merged together, man. You got live audio rooms. You could do lives, post videos, pictures. You can brand your business. Now, here's the beautiful thing about Fanbase. Fanbase, you can actually monetize just being on there. I've been back. I got off Fanbase and went back on. Since I've been back on Fanbase, I've been back on Fanbase maybe about a month and a half, and I think I have a revenue amount of about maybe $5 just being on Fanbase. So, like, when people send you love, like, if I go to your post and I like it, I can love it. That's when you start getting money. I send you, like, 100 loves. You get paid. 30 loves. You get a little change, right? And over time, it accumulates, man. So, I think it's a, we got a good thing going over there. Brothers and sisters, there's a lot of elite, intelligent people that you can learn information from. So, if you have a business... If you have something that you present that, you know, you want to monetize and make money off, that's the perfect platform to make it on. Y'all got to remember, you remember, like, I think it was not even a year ago when Instagram and Facebook were giving people blue checks. Why are they giving out blue checks and you can pay for them all of a sudden? That's because fan base is threatening to do things that Facebook wouldn't allow people to do, which was to monetize out the gate. Listen, I upload these videos um, to Facebook at the same time as they upload to all the other directives. And I swear, like Facebook really shadow bans these videos. Like I know people can see these videos, you know, YouTube really shadow bans these videos. But when I look at the analytics, it says that people are support, man. And I thank y'all very much. So anyway, I try to cut these things down. Didn't mean to go this long. I appreciate anybody that's ever sitting in willing to hear anything that I have to say. And remember, the biggest make mistake, and I just check this out. Y'all know I, I'm a thinker, right? And I just I was watching some on Kobe Bryant the other day, right? The the great late Kobe Bryant. And he, Kobe Bryant said this very same thing, but I promise on my daughter, I don't I had never heard him quote this before. It was just something that I thought of. But it's the truth. And I always end my show saying this. 
the biggest mistake that you can make in life is to think that you have time. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we will meet again and we will discuss major issues in the black community because we are such a beautiful people, right? I just want to let you know something for a little bit. I mean, <laughs> cheesy, 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 fat Chinese boy. Now, nah, anyway, hey, man, y'all be easy, man. And uh, peace. Equality versus equity. Equality means every child gets a pair of shoes. Equity means every child gets a pair of shoes that fit. That means every school district has to meet every student's individual needs. I'm Jerry O'Green with the Black Student Advocate. We advocate for black employees and black students within the K through 12 school districts. We hold school districts accountable to make sure that black students and employees are in a fair and equitable workplace.